the concept of natural and organic was so teeny tiny mm. uh, and it had a bit of a bad rep. You know, people would think, really, can a natural product really benefit my skin in the same way? Hi, everyone. I'm Hetty Holmes, and you're listening to Hacking Happiness with Dose, a podcast that explores what makes us feel good to improve our mental, physical, spiritual and emotional well-being. Whether it's a dopamine hit from reaching a career goal, a rush of oxytocin from spending time with loved ones, a surge of serotonin from practicing self-care, or a fitness class to send endorphins soaring, everyone's definition of feeling good is very different. My next guests, sisters Lauren and Sarah from By Sarah London, are here to tell me about theirs. Guys, welcome. Thank you for Thanks having us. us. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. As you know, I'm a huge fan of your products. Thank you. Uh, ever since I tried the, the facial oil, I've been hooked ever since. Um, I've actually got the subscription, as you know. Thank you, um, Hattie. <laughs> I've got it on a... No, I think it's bi-monthly, but I think I need to change it because it's just disappearing far too quickly for my liking. So, yeah, you've created something really, really amazing. Thank you so um, much. And I just, I'd love to kick off by asking you, you know, how, how the journey really began, because I know, obviously, you're in this together. It's a sister-led brand. So, um, yeah, tell, tell me the story of how it all came to be. Yeah. The story's been many years in the making, really, hasn't it? Um, the origins of the brand were Sarah um, really coming to my assistance. I was diagnosed with leukemia um, in 2012 and went through months of chemotherapy, radiotherapy, and then a stem cell transplant. And coming through that treatment where Sarah was my donor, um, my skin was extremely dry and very sensitive and fragile. So I really turned to Sarah um, for her expertise. She worked in the skincare industry to say, um, what can we do to really help my skin? Um, and Sarah turned to her childhood hobby, always the kid making things at home, <laughs> very creative, very entrepreneurial. Um, and she really sourced really beautiful organic plant-based ingredients and made blends for me to enjoy at home, which I loved. Um, we shared with friends and family. And then over the years, we got to a point where it was a great opportunity to share the brand more widely. Um, fast forward to 2017, just over two years ago, where we launched the brand together as by Sarah London, and we haven't looked back since. You're doing amazingly well. You've won lots of awards already, I see. But obviously, it's a very feel-good brand in terms of, you know, Sarah helping out yourself, yes. you know, helping you through a really difficult time. But it's also very feel-good in terms of the planet as well. Yes. Tell me a little bit about your, your credentials in that area. Yeah, well, I think sustainability is so inherent to us as a brand. And from the outset, when I was sourcing different ingredients, our benchmark was always, if an ingredient can be grown in soil, we will choose certified organic ingredients. So that way you're not only getting a rich nutrient content for your own skin, but you're helping to preserve the integrity of our soil. Mm. Because in many cases, the soil will have been sprayed with synthetic pesticides and herbicides, and anything that we can do to protect that soil is not only good for our skin, but also the food that we eat. Mm. So there was certainly a wider environmental impact that was considered throughout the process of formulating the skincare initiative for Lauren. Mm. But also it, it extends to the packaging as well. So mm. not using any plastic, not using even out of boxes, but using glass, which can be recycled, um, encouraging our customers today to upcycle their empty glass jars. Mm. And we are today really proud to say that we have been awarded the Eco Age brand mark, which um, is, a, is an award that really demonstrates the ways in which you are looking at sustainability throughout your business, so really end to end. Mm. And it also extends to, I think, the more mindful approach that we are taking 
take to skincare. So as you say, it being very much a feel-good brand, we really do encourage people to look at the products that they're using in the home and to be very mindful of not only the products but the ingredients within those products. So it has always been about not only ways in which we can be very mindful of how we are curating the products we're developing, but actually how they are going to benefit your skin. And so within our collection today, we only have quite a limited number of SKUs uh, for a cosmetics brand. But that is again, very intentional because we end up with so much excess. Mm. Our bathrooms are typically full of lots of different types of products. Mm. And actually when you strip that right back, it makes you feel better. It's a sort of Mary Kondo effect of Mm. really just looking at what you really need. And for us then, it's always been about building and creating a collection of products, a very curated collection of products that your skin will really truly benefit from whilst having a positive environmental impact. Because mm. especially in the run-up to Christmas, I mean, like, the beauty industry is so wasteful, isn't it? Like, I, I normally do, like, a little list every year for my mum, and this year I was feeling really bad about it because a lot of the brands that I used to always ask for on my list, are, like, they have just a very high carbon footprint, and, you know, there's a lot of plastic that goes into the products, and it really makes you think. I think just because we have more brands like you on the market now, it's making us a lot more conscious of those Absolutely. choices. Absolutely. I think it's, it's, it's around 30% more waste that's generated at Christmas versus Mm. any other time throughout the year. So for us, Lauren and I really took the time earlier this year to see how we can be part of the solution of sending less waste to landfill, particularly at Christmas. And it led us on a really exciting journey um, and one where the hero for us was crushed grapes. So uh, this year we've actually sourced a crushed grape paper Mm -hmm. as part of our festive gift wrapping um, available on two of our sets and this was just really part of our intention again to find ways that will have that positive environmental impact but allow people to still gift at this time of year because it's something that we do as you say Mm. you know you do like to gift um, but trying to find ways around the excess waste that's generated and Again, it extends to the the gift sets that we do have available this year, only having two to choose from. Mm. So really, really streamlining our approach to uh, the gifting season, making it, again, very curated, but looking to sustainable materials that are fun, that are innovative, that are still beautiful, look beautiful to receive, to gift. Mm. Um, And we're really excited by the different types of innovations that are now out there. Uh, Certainly is the case within the fashion industry. There are lots of different ways that uh, materials are being upcycled and recycled to create beautiful clothing. Mm. And in the same way, we're really trying to pioneer a real shift within the beauty industry and finding ways where packaging can be sustainable and you don't have to use plastic Mm. or uh, create unnecessary festive wrapping just because it's the festive season. So we're super excited about our crushed grape paper and it is a UK skincare first. Wow, amazing. Congratulations, guys. Thank you. Well, obviously, you know, you're you're both founders of a startup and like with any startup, you know, it's stressful, right? And especially it's the two of you running it together, two two sisters. (laughs) Tell me about some of the highs and lows that have kind of gone into this project from the beginning? That's a great question. I think we're very fortunate that we are sisters, so we know each other so well. um, And we know each other's strengths and weaknesses. And I think we have a really open communication. So when we have moments where we really need to have a you know difficult conversation because we know each other so well, that's that's really helpful. I think 
a high for me quite recently has been um, being awarded as a finalist of the next British beauty brand 2019 by Millie Kendall MBE, who is an icon, mm. uh, a real trailblazer in the beauty industry, co-founder of Ruby and Millie back in the 90s. Um, so that was an incredible moment. It was a little bit like a Dragon's Den um, pitch um, in front of four industry-leading um, judges. So that was a real high to see the recognition of the products that Sarah created there, her own formulations, and really to see the industry um, recognizing how efficacious they are, um, which was really exciting. And to sort of go through that experience shoulder to shoulder was, was a lot of fun. Um, so that was a real recent high for me. Um, how about you, Sarah? Yeah, I think um, I'm, if I go right back to the beginning, so November 2017, we had just launched and four months later, we won our first award for the Organic Facial Oil. And I think that was a real mm. milestone for me and, and certainly really propelled us into the beauty space um, and certainly really motivated us and gave us a lot of um, confidence mm. that we have uh, a beautiful product, a beautiful collection of products that people are really looking for. Mm. Um, and as you say, it, there are a lot of products now on the market. It is a competitive space. Mm. Um, but where we feel that we have a real point of difference is really helping people be much more mindful about their skincare choices. The other thing we do is we list a full ingredient list on the front label. Mm. So it's just another way of showing our transparency to ingredients as uh, so sourcing, sustainability, but also taking it right back to the individual. And when you're at home and you're enjoying your skincare, you can take a moment to appreciate the beautiful ingredients within that product, how they're caring for the skin, how they've been sourced, where they've been grown. Um, and I think that that journey that we've been on um, has been really exciting. And it certainly remains a really important part of our day to day is constantly as sisters where mm. we're questioning um, and, and really looking at ways that we can continuously find innovative uh, packaging, innovative formulations. In fact, next year we are working on some really exciting new innovations. But I think that's something that we have really enjoyed as sisters is that journey of discovery of looking at ways that we can disrupt the industry mm. and uh, help the individual mm. find find much more mindful ways to enjoy skincare. Mm. And why do you think it's so important for you know people out there to have a career that actually brings them joy that they're passionate about? Because obviously you've created a brand yourselves that, you know, it's come from a genuine need. You obviously wanted to create something to benefit your sister, but it, it has turned into like a real a passion as well, hasn't it? So like, yeah, how, do you, how important do you think that is for other people to do the same, to yeah. find something that really gets them going? I think you need it. Yeah. You need that fire in the belly. Um, you need something every day that's going to propel you out of bed in the morning. Um, yeah. I think as well, it's a very powerful feeling when you feel that alignment with what you really want to do, what your purpose is, what you believe in. And when you're able to get up and do that every day, it's a really empowering feeling. And mm. I think if you can experience that in your career, that's just a got, you know, that's golden mm. to, to have that. And we, we do, and that's an absolute blessing. So if people can really connect with themselves and what really sparks joy for them, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, then that's a, that's a fantastic way to really find your purpose and, and connect with what you'd really like to be doing with your time. Yeah. But there must be times when you're, you're working together when you just want to say, oh, she's my sister, she's really annoying. <laughs> like, are there any moments like that or is it all plain sailing? 
I think I think we're we're quite lucky as sisters in that we're actually quite different. Mm. Okay. We're quite different personalities and we're quite different skill sets. So in that regard, we've been able to quite naturally define our own roles and responsibilities as mm. sisters. Um, I would very much take more of the creative, uh, new product formulation, uh, marketing role. Lauren is amazing COO, um, very much uh, taking the, the reins um, in other areas of the business. Um, but I think that, again, is perhaps an advantage of working so closely with a sister or a co-founder, mm. where those days are perhaps a little more challenging. You have that other person there to pick you up a little bit or um, give you a boost of confidence. Mm. Um, and I think it's one of the questions I'm often asked is, how do you go about finding a number two or mm. a co-founder because it can be quite a lonely place as an entrepreneur or yeah. a single founder. And I, you know, I always, always highly recommend in just reaching out to people. Collaboration mm. is the most amazing thing. Yeah. Uh, it's certainly been um, for us one of the ways in which we have grown an amazing community. Mm. And I think reaching out to people, picking up the phone, going for a coffee, finding people that are on a similar path to you um, and most people are really happy mm. to meet, yeah. and particularly in the wellness space. Uh, we're all on a very similar journey and, and we're sharing the same sorts of ambitions, challenges. So mm. I think there's so much that can come, that can come from a conversation. Mm. My answer to that question always is find someone who's doing the job that you want. So obviously, you know, Shara is my business partner and I, I kind of knew of her in the industry for a while. Like she was running these amazing experiential events. I was writing about them and that's kind of how we found each other eventually. Mm. But I, I was the same. I was looking for a business partner because I didn't want to do it alone. Mm. I'd had a taster of an entrepreneurial business and I wanted to do it again, but with someone. And at first we thought we had two similar skill sets. And then as we got to know each other, we were like, no, we're completely different. And that's yeah. why it's worked. But like you both, you know, you have to, one has to be the creative one. One has to be the more kind of like the business one. Mm -hmm. and, and that's how it works. So it sounds like you're a match made in heaven. <laughs> Thankfully. Yeah, <laughs> we're very, very Touch blessed. blessed. Yeah. <laughs> and so like a typical day for you guys. So you're in the lab blending products, but like how, how do you kind of balance your work and home lives? There's... I don't know that there is balance. Mm. Um, it's running a startup is full on yeah. um, and we love it. Um, but we are very aware that, you know, times can be really busy, particularly at this time of year, working towards Christmas. It's one of our busiest times of the year. So for us, it's more about sort of checking in with ourselves than striving for some kind of balance. Mm. I don't really know what balance means um, for me personally, but it's just looking every day at how I'm feeling every week. If I'm, what is my sleep like? Am I able to work out? Am I doing great work? Am I seeing my friends? And just being, having that awareness um, mm. with my day to day kind of keeps me on track. Um, mm. And I think we're both pretty aware of our own selves and how we spend our time. Um, and we spend a lot of time together. So we can just say, you know, you're looking a bit tired today. You know, you take an early night, that kind of thing. Um, just keep each other on, on the right track. I think it's also not losing sight of a routine, mm. which is it can be very challenging because sometimes there just aren't enough hours in the day. So yeah. the days are very, very busy. But um, prior to launching the business, both of us had uh, corporate roles. Right. Um, so we were used to working in very demanding, fast-paced roles. And I think even within that, um, environment, we would still go to a yoga class mm -hmm. or we would still make time at the weekends 
to take a walk in the park. And I think that's just something that we've been really, really conscious about not forgetting. Yeah. As Lauren was saying, taking the time to do a workout throughout the day. And we both now have our moments in the day where for Lauren, it might be an early morning walk. For me, it's more around lunchtime or early evening. And just making sure that we do factor in that time for ourselves because it always makes us more productive in the end yeah and even having your own businesses you know it's very common to burn out because obviously especially running a startup like yeah. it's all hands on deck isn't it 24 7 especially at the beginning so I mean have you found a better kind of not balance but like a better clever ratio of like time spent for yourself and then time with the business or is it still a little bit like you're blurring the lines at the moment because it's still I guess since 2017 it's not been that long since you yeah I think it's still a little bit blurring the lines mm, yeah. but I think we're still having fun with it I think it's when you're pushing yourself so much and you kind of lose the joy or the real focus for what you're doing. But it brings us so much joy to do what we do every day that it gives us energy as much as we're putting energy into it, Mm. that it is a very rewarding experience. But um, yeah, we are very aware of taking care of ourselves. This is a long long road when you're you're building a business. So um, taking care of ourselves is a a real priority. And particularly my recent medical history, it's... um, it's a lesson that, you know, we have one body. You've yeah. got to take as best care of it as, as you possibly can. And mm. your skin, both of you, by the way, looks phenomenal. <laughs> I need to get me some more of that oil. <laughs> Excuse me for the interruption, but I just wanted to use this ad break to offer our listeners 20% off by Sarah's entire skincare collection. Simply enter the code DOSE, D-O-S-E, 20 at the checkout. The offer expires 31st of December, 2019. Now, as you can tell from this podcast, I am literally obsessed with their face oil. Once you try it, you'll never look back. A great stocking filler for all your loved ones. Visit www.buysarahlondon.com and get shopping. And any other kind of like relationships that are important to your business like how does your mum feel about what you're doing she must be really proud to see yeah her we have babies. a fantastic supportive yeah. network around us we're very blessed um yeah mum and dad are you know so proud um of us working together and really enjoying what we're doing so yeah very lucky are they good mm-hmm. guinea pigs for your products oh amazing oh, yes. yeah <laughs> i think for them they still think we're playing shops oh, when we were four and six years old yeah. and we would play in our spare bedroom and yeah. they think we're still doing <laughs> but it is um it's lauren saying it's it's I think it's so important to have a team around you that can help you, that that are all supportive and Mm. may not necessarily be your closest friends or family, but um, as I was saying earlier, reaching out to these people that might be on a similar journey Mm. and happy to grab a cup of tea and just Mm. listen uh, to what you might be going through. And I think that's the most powerful thing is just being able to listen. Yeah. Okay, so thinking about like self-care, have you both ever experienced anxiety, stress, insomnia and like turn to specific products or services to help you through that? I think, Sarah, you helped me massively just early in the days of by Sarah creating the skincare for me was a really great opportunity to connect with what I was going through um, post-cancer and really setting me up for a great routine, which I now do sort of instinctively I barely think about it but I every day cleanse my skin and use my organic facial oil and it's just a great way to connect with myself at the end of the day um, and obviously clean my skin and nourish my skin um, and that is something I do every day without fail Um, and I feel good that I know I'm using really high quality ingredients I'm really caring for my skin 
Um, and that's all credit to Sarah. <laughs> I think um, alongside the products, um, one area that I've not quite got to grips with yet um, is meditation and apps mm. um, and something I'd really love to, to learn and to get better at. But because I haven't quite been able to um, to find the discipline to um, really engage with those types of apps, the one thing for me um, is that before bed, facial massage is the one thing I find incredibly meditative. And that for me is a form of meditation. So as Lauren was Mm -hmm. saying, when she's applying the products to her skin, for me, I'll just take that little bit of extra time to really work those products into my skin. And it is a form of meditation that really focuses your mind. It just forces you to be really still, to be really present. And it just instantly quietens the mind, your shoulders just drop, Mm. your breathing starts to regulate. And doing this before bed always makes me feel Mm. so much better. And I always sleep so much better as well, having got into that routine. Mm. So it's one of the things I do recommend is at least half an hour before bed, you put your mobile phone outside of the bedroom, so there's no distractions. And you take that time to nurture your skin with beautiful skincare and use your fingertips to engage in facial massage. And, you know, that 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 sensation of touch as well is incredibly comforting. So mm. that for me is a form of self-care um, mm. and something well, I love. It's funny that you said, you know, you're not good at meditation, but like everyone's form of meditation is very different, isn't it? We just mm. did a piece about it actually and just interviewing our team. And for me, it's like walking with my dog. Mm. For someone else, it was painting their nails. For yeah. someone else, it was just watching people in the street. You know, it's just completely <laughs> yeah. random, but it's whatever, I guess it's whatever that puts you into that parasympathetic state, yes. isn't it? And then just oh, makes you do that deep inhalation and just really calm down. And it doesn't always have to be like, you know, in a lotus pose on the floor, yes. doing OMS, like yes, it, yes. everything is very different. So no, I, I love that. And uh, how about exercise? Are you into any like fitness classes in London? Or is it more like yoga practice? Yoga has been really transformational for me and really got into it. Actually, when I was in hospital, I would lay my yoga mat next to my bed, even Mm. when I'm connected to an IV and like get on the mat and sort of stretch my body as much as I could. And I've sort of carried that with me ever since. Mm. Um, And just being on the mat, even if it's only 10 minutes a day, is just so transformative just Mm. to have that moment of stillness and really feel the body, feel where the tension is, really try and release that. Um, Yeah, I love yoga. It's a very (laughs) powerful uh, treatment. Yeah. (laughs) Is there any particular style of yoga that you like? I've kind of picked up bits and pieces over the years and then I have my kind of little routine that I do at home. Um, But I'm always willing and learning and learning new routines as well yeah how about you are you a yoga fan i am but i also like to be part of a class that's quite energetic Mm. so a spinning class um or a bar core class um something that you know is is really um sometimes quite energetic and quite fun um and certainly i'm someone that loves to be around people so i love that sense of community when you're in a class um but as lauren's saying on the slightly more mindful slower days and yoga or pilates is incredibly important and Mm. just being really aware of how i'm feeling where the, the tension is um and just taking the time to really be kind to my body, uh, Mm. particularly on those days where, you know, we may have been working really, really long hours earlier in the week, um, starting to feel the the aches and pains. Mm. um, And just just rather than running for a HIIT class, actually just taking the time to be a little bit slower. Mm. Um, So just learning actually 
how your body's feeling and not pushing it because I think sometimes there's a temptation certainly if you haven't been to the gym for a few days Mm. you think oh gosh when I get there I've got to really work hard Mm. Uh, but actually doing the opposite can be much better for you yeah and sometimes when you're really stressed out you think oh I can just go and do that crazy hit class because it'll give me energy but it just depletes it really yeah so like what products are you seeing like fly off the shelves or is it like more gift sets that are doing really well at the moment Yeah, I think um, our organic facial and our green clay cleansing balm are two of our hero products. So they are always incredibly Mm. popular um, and uh, they are selling like hotcakes at the (laughs) moment. Uh, We also, as I mentioned, we have two beautiful gift sets this year. So uh, both of those gift sets are suitable for all skin types and both men and women and even in the early days of of formulating by Sarah it was really important that we would make our skincare as accessible to as many people as possible Mm. and both men and women so what's really exciting now is that we're seeing a lot more men buying into by Sarah they Mm. particularly enjoy the organic facial oil and all age groups as well so we have customers that are into their 50s right the way down to early 20s Mm. um, and are really seeing the really transformative benefits of making that switch away from sometimes the typically synthetically laden mainstream skincare to Mm. a natural and organic alternative Mm. Um, and I think that's really what we're about is just bringing an alternative into the marketplace so it's not necessarily necessarily to say that one is better than the other Mm. but just to offer a natural and organic alternative that is plant-based if that is something that you are looking for Mm. Um, and to know that the results are as high performing as your synthetic alternative so Mm. you can still achieve really beautiful healthy skin Mm. uh, with natural and organic skincare and I think many many years ago certainly when I started formulating so seven eight years ago Mm. the concept of natural organic was so teeny tiny Mm. uh, and it had a bit of a bad rep you know people would think really can a natural product really benefit my skin in the same way but Mm. actually now we have access to so much more data so much information for example about the hydration content the omega content of a particular ingredient Mm. that we know how good it is for the skin Mm. Um, and I think that's why we as you were saying earlier we're Mm. now seeing such an increase in demand for natural and organic as an alternative to mainstream skincare and we're just super excited that um, we're building a wonderful community of people who love it. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I discovered it because I was pregnant at the time and I was just cleaning up my skincare routine because I was just thinking everything's going through to the baby. Mm. So that's why. And then my skin just like stayed looking glowy beyond as well when it's meant to go all drab again. I was like, oh, maybe it's not just the pregnancy <laughs> hormones. Maybe it's Your the oil. Well, I actually <laughs> haven't worn it for like two days because I think I need to go on a monthly membership now. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it definitely. And that's why I just stuck to it and I just, you know, add a bit of moisturizer and the body oil as well. But yeah, and I've now kind of been giving it out to friends, family members. I didn't think to give it to my dad, but maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to sell it into him too. Something <laughs> to add as well is we don't use essential oils or fragrance. Yeah. So there's no risk of you spending like roses or lavender or ylang ylang. It really is universal for both men and women and mm. women with their pregnancy as well. So yeah, yeah it really is for everyone. Yeah, no, it doesn't really have a strong fragrance. What I what I mm. love about it is that it just really seeps into the skin and just mm. stays there. Like I touch my face throughout the day and it's hydrated and like yes. it's just it's just glowy. I can't. <laughs> there's no other way to describe it. That's always it. my top tip. Yeah, um, if you're really looking to. Um, understand the quality of an oil, particularly yeah. if it's plant-based. A plant, beautiful organic plant-based oil will penetrate the skin really quickly. So your mm. skin will recognize the content and it will just absorb it. So mm. it drinks it all drinks up. It, exactly. Anything that's perhaps of a less uh, less 
fantastic quality yeah. will be sticky on the skin yeah. it will leave a slightly greasy residue so it's a good way to gauge how good a quality it is mm. um, and as Lauren was saying we don't use essential oils or fragrance but the other thing is we're not diluting any of the ingredients with water with emulsifiers with preservative mm. which can often be the case mm. so really what you're benefiting from is a hundred percent of the contents inside which are there for your skin mm. rather than the product so rather than helping to preserve that product on shelf for many 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 months or in some mm. cases years it's actually about choosing those beautiful organic ingredients that are there entirely to promote the health of your skin mm. so tell me about like the process in the lab what happens when you say you've come up with a new idea for an oil like tell me about the process <laughs> what's involved uh well it's lots and lots of research yeah. that goes on behind the scenes so the innovations that we're launching next year, we've been working on for many, many months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what's really exciting is, as I was saying, there's so much more data now available. Amazing. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's thank been you such so a much. pleasure. have been using your products for like a year and we finally get to meet. So yeah, <laughs> thank you for pleasure. having us. Thank you. Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed listening to that podcast. Tune in next week when I'll be speaking to Zina El Farah, founder of Masterpiece, a luxury drop-in art experience for adults in central London who want to learn to paint mindfully and express themselves creatively.